Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I still today remember looking out of that train window. I was tired. But I was excited. I wanted to light The Wizard of Oz. And I wanted to check out this place called Story House. I got off the train in Chester, got into a cab, and it dropped me outside the building. I opened the doors, looked down on the floor, there's a sign. Welcome. Come here. Sit down. You're safe with us now. Many of us long for that experience of the theatre. Feeling welcomed. Feeling whisked away by a story or shared experience. Feeling like we can pause for a while. It was the first time I stopped. Just looking at those words on the floor. It was the first time I felt that I could stop. I'm Alistair Cope, and this is Freelancers Make, a theatre podcast. Today's episode, Prema Meta. I'm two days away from getting on a train, heading up to Chester, to light the Christmas carol at Story House. There's a strange feeling here. Because the last time I packed my suitcase to go and light a show was meant to be to head to the RSC to light the winter's tale. It was prior to lockdown, but it was that final week where we all knew that something was coming, we just weren't sure when. I never made it to Stratford-upon-Avon. I think we were two or three days away from Focus and, and that's when we got told that we were going into lockdown. In many ways, you could say that I've spent the last seven or so months in a sense of creative grief. That stage of planning all your ideas for a show and not bringing it to life. I've not been there before. I've never left a job incomplete. Of course, not lighting the winter's tale was not my own choice, but it remains incomplete. So I'm recording this from home. I've got my suitcase out and, as many of the regions hit Tier 3, I still hold on to hope that actually it won't affect us in Storyhouse, that I'll be able to get on the train and make my way up to Chester. Prema Meta is a freelance theatre lighting designer based in London. She has over 15 years of experience working across the UK and Europe. She is also the founder of StageSight, an industry-wide initiative to create an off-stage workforce that best reflects our society today, inclusive of ethnicity, class and disability. In today's episode of Freelancers Make, Prema talks to us about theatre and lighting a Christmas carol during the pandemic. She also reflects on memories from working at Story House, a cultural centre in Chester, in the northwest of England. The first time was in December 2018, when my good friend and colleague, 
James Perkins, amazing set designer and costume designer, brought me in because he was working on The Wizard of Oz and he brought me in to light the show. He told me how extraordinary Storyhouse was. I remember how busy life was. As many of us freelancers will know, it's almost about going job from job. I often joked that I lived on a train, but it's more than a joke. I really did feel like I was living on a train. I was in Brighton mentoring a young student. I got the train back from Brighton to home, London. And I remember feeling really tired on that train journey. I mean, it was quite late at night and mentoring, as satisfying as it is, can take its toll on you a little bit. You give so much. I sat on the train from Brighton to London, felt I was sleepwalking as I came home, fell into bed, woke up the next morning and headed off to Chester. I was on that train journey and I remember thinking, no one really acknowledges that a freelancer always has to be at their best. You go job to job, contract to contract, theatre to theatre. You're working with different people. You always have to be at your best. There's no sick leave. There's no duvet days. There can't even be days where you just say, I'm tired. I still today remember looking out of that train window. I was tired. But I was excited. I wanted to light The Wizard of Oz. I got off the train in Chester, got into a cab, and it dropped me outside the building. And there was something about that saying, the final sentence that said, you're safe with us now. It made me feel incredibly comforted. It made me feel as if someone was looking after me rather than me looking after everybody else. I remember stepping into this new building, not quite sure where to go, turn left or turn right. Always left, by the way. But because I was in a strange, tired mood, I decided to turn right. And I think I remember it being a children's library. Beautiful. The atmosphere changed completely had a little look around and thought okay let's turn left it's so strange that I'm sharing this with you from home because these are memories this is how I remember story has to be when I turned left I saw yet more of the building shelves full of books beautiful library I saw a bar in the middle, some tables for people to sit, eat and drink at. I walked through and I remember seeing just a sense of a real community around those tables. It was brilliant because it was strangers sitting amongst strangers. Somebody very elderly sat right next to somebody very small. There was this buzz about the building, but it wasn't noisy. It was beautiful. 
I walked further in and there's some beautiful quotes around the building. I can't wait to return there in a few days' time to stand and read them again. And then I called my friend James because I was lost. (laughs) I'd never been there before. I didn't know where the theatre was. Time to see the space that I was lighting in. All of those memories are really clear in my mind today. And I can't wait to capture my thoughts when I arrive again. The thing I'm most looking forward to is entering. Entering the front door, looking down and seeing that sentence. You're safe with us now. Yeah, I'd quite like that. It's been a tough seven or so months. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Prema did make it up to Story House to take a Christmas carol. I've walked into Story House and everything is exactly as I remember it to be. The sign on the floor still exists, thankfully. The library on the right, turn left, and the bar and the books and the tables. Things are slightly positioned differently, I guess, in order to maintain social distancing but it's all exactly as I remember it to be. The quotes around the building, there are some that I remember and there are some that I'm pretty sure are new. I've walked back into the theatre space and the last time we were here, the staging was in Pross Arch. And of course, this really clever building has the capability of changing their staging. So now we're performing in Thrust. So I'm walking into the same auditorium and yet, of course, the configuration's completely changed for A Christmas Carol. It's much more intimate. You have to enter on a different level. That caught me by surprise when I first entered. (laughs) I've just crept up to the Garrett bar. I feel like I'm slightly whispering because there was a barrier which suggested that perhaps I shouldn't have crossed that area, but I've got my staff badge on, so you know, you've got to try these things. And it's one of the places that I miss the most. I've got great memories of the Wizard of Oz and press night, the buzz of opening night, um, my agent coming along to see the show, uh, the creative team mingling, lots of guests around us. Champagne, I think. Of course, now it's a Sunday. It's pre-production tech doesn't quite begin until a couple of days so it's a very different vibe it's empty for one I'm the only one in the room I look outside the window and it's slightly drizzly so (laughs) whatever I remembered it to be is very different but it's good to be back it's good to be sitting still in an empty space with the memories of some really happy moments. It's really comforting. All of this is hugely comforting. Story House closed its building to the public to adhere to government guidelines as the country went into a second lockdown. Some of my reasons for coming back to Chester was to explore the building because obviously I feel quite at home within this space. And I thought that was because of the people and community 
that would have made complete sense to me. But I'm very aware that this building is fairly empty now without the community there. It's really quiet. But I'm still taken by it. So my mind has been busy exploring over the last few days what is it that I see or feel when I walk around this building? And how can a building mean so much to you? What is it about this place? Well, of course, it's the quotations around the building that take your mind anywhere, because words have the power to do that. It's the light coming through the large windows into the space. It's the clever pockets of light that fill some areas and shape others. It's the books. I'm in a completely empty foyer and yet I feel full of hope because you have to believe in what this space will be like for all of us when we're allowed to return because it will go back to some sense of normality and it gives you an opportunity to look at spaces and really use your imagination to explore what could that space be. I want to be really honest and share a creative block that I hit last week. It was during watching rehearsals via Zoom and normally when I watch rehearsals instinctively I know the images that I'm going to create. And last week I don't know what got in the way, whether it was the fact that I was watching rehearsals via Zoom or maybe the realities of real life maybe a sense of fear, maybe a combination of all sorts of things, but I remember staring into that screen, watching rehearsals and feeling a great sense of uh, almost a creative block. It was terrifying. I couldn't see colour, I couldn't see the images that I wanted to create. I started doubting my own abilities. I was really worried that I would let down the team. I worried that I'd forgotten how to be a lighting designer. My confidence had just disappeared. And I think that's really important to share because perhaps we don't talk about these things openly enough. And then somehow I went to bed and the next morning I woke up and I felt stronger. I felt a bit more capable. I switched on Zoom again. I watched rehearsals. And when I took the pressure off myself, the imagery started coming to me. Colour choices started coming to me. It was like my instincts came back. So there's something to be said about this process of being forced to stop your trade, your practice. And then the expectation of suddenly getting back into it and how hard we can be on ourselves. And of course, it's because we care, because we want to do the best we can do. But I just want to share, if it helps any freelancer out there, that it does come. If you're anything like me and you lost that instinctiveness for an afternoon or a day or two, it does come back. So it was a delight to get back into the theatre, um, cool focus again. I mean, some dodgy terminology happening there, but the team were excellent. And, you know, we all shared our slight concerns over being away from theatre for so long. The technician said, 
it's been seven or so months since I've been up a ladder and I said it's been seven or so months since I've called a focus session so let's see how this one goes and of course the team are so brilliant um, that focus was a delight they say it's like getting on your bike again you just don't forget and I think they were right just being in that space calling out the focus projecting my voice it all just comes back to you. It's really important that I share that when we stopped working, the thing I missed the most was creating, working together in collaboration with a whole team creating. And so actually this process of focus is exactly that. It's step one in making the show come alive in terms of bringing visuals to the staging. But it's creating together, it's creating with my team, it's working with the technicians, it's working with my programmer, it's sitting in and checking with the director that this is exactly what they imagined. So for me, this is where I feel like, yeah, I'm back in theatre, I'm back in my world. And I don't feel confident in terms of knowing all the answers, but I feel really excited about being in a space where I can make things happen. I know that Boris has made his announcements and I know that a lot of my colleagues and to be fair, a lot of my other contracts are up in the air. There's a huge amount of confusion, but I am incredibly grateful to be back in a space, being able to practice what I do and having the opportunity to create. But I'm always aware of the fragility that our industry is currently in and never take a moment for granted. We've always known that theatre is a different kind of sector to most others. The ways in which we work, the hours we do... Sometimes you really can feel as if you're just locked in your own theatre bubble, especially when you're in tech. But you only have to go on a lunch break or a dinner break and walk down the streets of Chester to realise how quiet it is. And you're reminded that the rest of the country is in lockdown. Whilst, if I'm honest, I'm pretending that I'm unaware of the rest of the country. In many ways, I have to do that because I just have to get on with my job. Storyhouse is of course open to the company who are directly working on the production but closed to the public. So I'm now seeing Storyhouse in a really different light. It's empty. It's quite the opposite of what I began talking about and the memories of when I was last here. It would be very different. I find myself walking around the building quite a bit because I still think there's something really interesting about being here in this space. It misses the community, of course it does, and more often than not, it's the people that make any experience or memory what it is. Over the last 15 years, and in particular, because I am a freelancer, I have had to travel the whole country to do my job. I often use theatres as a form of landmark. 
Nothing prepares you for returning to a place during a pandemic because what your memories were of your prior experience will be completely different. I think, in all honesty, you just have to turn up and carry out your job under very different and perhaps difficult circumstances. Maybe the best way of saying this is new circumstances. It's a mix of things being familiar and so new at the same time. So yes, my experience at Storyhouse this time has been so very different. Would it have been better to have just held on to the memories of a life prior to the pandemic? I mean, maybe that would have been safer. But what a privilege to have been given the opportunity to come back into an auditorium and light a production. More importantly, I've really worked out that the privilege is coming together with a group of people to create something together. That's the magic of theatre. I'm very grateful to have been given the opportunity to come back and work here at Storyhouse again. What a blessing to have been introduced to this building and all the people in it. And in the same breath, how sad to be leaving too. I'm Prema Mehta. I work as a freelance theatre lighting designer and I'm the founder of Stage Sight. Since recording her thoughts, Prema has ventured back to Chester to prepare the show in the event that theatres are required to live stream during the holiday period. A Christmas Carol is scheduled to run until the 17th of January, 2021. Freelancers Make is a curtain call and Freelancers Make Theatre Work production. Today's episode is produced and directed by Sally Beck Whitman. Music is composed by Freddie Crossley with transcription by Kelsey Acton. Freelancers Make Theatre Work is a community for the 200,000 self-employed theatre makers in the UK. It is currently run by a crew of volunteers from around the industry. I'm Alistair Cope and thank you for listening to Freelancers Make. Subscribe to the Curtain Call Theatre podcast and never miss an episode of Freelancers Make. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.